Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms and on YouTube at the Round the League podcast. So let's go ahead and get into this one, starting out with college football. First off, I did want to say thank you so much for everything um this week i mean just this week i had my page it was still open my youtube channel was still open to when i um, uploaded the video last week and i was at 101 subscribers i refreshed the page and now i've got 105 um so thank you so much to everyone that subscribed this week for subscribers i know it doesn't sound like a lot for but for me like i i i've been at it for six years or something and i only hit 100 subscribers now um, I've been doing the podcast for over a year, so thank you so much to everyone. I've been getting a lot of support on support on. Alrighty, so now moving into college football, um, I'm just gonna go through some of the games here. So starting off, it was a little bit of a, a down week in terms of everything, but starting off, uh, we've got Clemson beating Wake Forest at home, 48 to 27. Um, Wake Forest or uh, Clemson continues their um, uh. Com- undefeated streak at home and wake forest falls again to an unranked team all the way down to 21 from being ranked like 10 a couple weeks ago michigan state terrible against ohio state um ohio state destroys them at home uh 56 to 7 i was ooh, i thought michigan state actually had a chance i mean ohio state they've been an extraordinary team but against a couple of teams they've had a little bit of a couple close calls and i was like michigan state's like a pretty good team they can do this not at all um and i'll get to this in a minute i don't think like i don't think michigan state was that good of a team i definitely think they have a lot more um and it was just the main part of this game is ohio state has the best receiving core in college football right now just like alabama of years past like the past two years um they just have like three three players in michigan state they're one like their, their top weakness is their um quarterbacks they and they got torched, I think, almost every single touchdown. They got torched deep by one of the three receivers. Um, I know in, like, the first half, uh, two of their receivers had over 100 yards already on them. So, I mean, this Michigan State team, they definitely weren't just, like, a Cinderella or whatever. I mean, they're pretty much done for the season. They're not making the playoffs now. But, um, I mean, they, they had a really good season, dropping all the way down to 12 in the AP poll. But they're not just, like, a Cinderella or they just had a lucky year. I think Michigan State's going to stick around. They've got a, a great coach. Um, and he just needs to get in, build this, kind of get his program, get make it his program, make it Mel Tucker's program. And I definitely could see Michigan State sticking around, maybe winning that powerhouse um, Big Ten conference uh, maybe sometime in the next couple years. Then we've got number 10, Oklahoma. Close one again against Iowa State, 28-21. to Drops them all the way down to 10 in the AP. Um, Georgia just destroys Charleston, uh, Charleston Southern. Uh, 56 to 7. I mean, Jordan Davis, though, on senior day. Um, it's so funny. This guy, nobody knew who he was last year, at least uh, I, as just a college football fan. I'm friends with a lot of Georgia fans, and I just, like, I didn't even... I didn't even know who this guy was, and then this year, there's just this massive guy who's just tearing it up for Georgia, best defense in college football right now, and um, so he's like, he's like, everyone's like all bowing down to him, they like gave him a touchdown, they, when they were on the goal line, they, he was like up there, he was directing the band, I'm like, oh my god, bro, but yeah, this guy's like, they're, Jesus Christ, it's pretty funny. Um, and then moving on, uh, Michigan put on a clinic against Maryland and Notre Dame put on a clinic against Georgia Tech. 
Uh, Cincinnati uh, destroyed SMU, who's actually a pretty solid team, 48-14. to UTSA stays unbeaten with a 34-31 to win against UAB. Um, Alabama beats Arkansas, 42-35. to And then the upset of the week, Oregon loses to Utah in Utah, 38-7. to And this is huge for um, my playoff hopes, and I'll get to those in just a second. Let me go ahead and go through the rankings, then I'll talk about my playoffs. Uh, my playoff predictions, all that stuff. So you got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Mississippi, Ole Miss, um, Baylor, and then Oklahoma 10, Oregon, Michigan State, BYU, Texas A&M, UTSA 15, Utah, Iowa, Wisconsin, Houston, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, um, San Diego State, Louisiana, NC State, and Arkansas. So now I'm going to go through like what I think is going to happen for the playoffs. Of course, I don't, I don't know about the Ohio State being too... You know, they might be a better team than Alabama, but I feel like it's still just tough to move Ohio State down. I definitely, I agree. I don't know who, if anyone's even debating that they should be um, lower than, or, or yeah, lower than Oregon since the head-to-head. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, about moving, about ha- having Ohio State go from five all the way up to two just because they beat Michigan State. Don't, don't get me wrong, Michigan State's a good team, but they're not a, as sound of a team as even, like, Cincinnati, Alabama, like noted, like they're not they're not there yet. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so like yes, they did get a huge statement win, a crazy win over the number seven team in the nation. But at the same time, it's Michigan State. It's not the, it's not like a great team that would have uh, challenged them a lot. Like I do think that Michigan State possibly could have a chance in that game, but um, I still I don't know I don't know if I agree with them um jumping that high but that's fine so my playoff my playoff predictions now so I'm saying power five conferences right they've got the best bid the only conferences that have made it thus far so if we got our power five conferences right so you've got um uh, the big 12 definitely not making anyone Oklahoma doesn't even have a chance anymore uh with uh even with only one loss uh, to Baylor, so they've got, um, so big, big 12's out, Pac 12's out with Oregon losing, now two losses, both to, um, both to an unranked Stanford, now the number 16 team, and then you've got, um, the ACC, who's definitely not getting anyone in, I don't, they, they don't have a good enough team, so that's three conferences, so now you've got two conferences left that will send teams, which is the winner of the Big 10 easy gets in, right, so uh, I'd probably say def- probably Ohio State or Michigan, either the winner of that game. But I mean, a two-loss team uh, that doesn't even make it into the Big Ten championship doesn't definitely doesn't make it. Um, like uh, Michigan, Ohio State, this is going to decide who goes to the playoff pretty much um, because I'm sure they're going to win the um, Big Ten. So they will send a Big Ten team. They will de- easily send Georgia. They are obviously number two far and away, and they are winning the championship. Just- championship this year just don't get that wrong unless something crazy happens um and so the, those are the two teams right um Ohio State Georgia lock that in and then I could see Alabama them sending Alabama um uh if with a loss to Georgia I mean they've got the loss to Texas A&M bad loss but still and then you have um the loss to Georgia which is the best loss that any team can have and then, uh, so they send Alabama, so you've got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and then I think they send Cincinnati. Um, it really just depends on how much the committee's going to value a, power, or a non-Power 5 team. I think 
Cincinnati should easily make it. I don't even think it should be a question that Cincinnati makes it in. And, and But the only reason why they're ranked in the top five or the top four, um, I don't know how this is going to be on Tuesday with the college football playoff committee, but the only reason why they're ranked in the top four right now because is because of upsets, uh, because teams below them have gotten upset. I do agree with um, Ohio State jumping Cincinnati. I think they are a better team than Cincinnati, and they'd beat Cincinnati head-to-head. But I do think Cincinnati's a top-tier team, and they could go in here and they could beat any of these teams like 20 to... 20 to like um 20 to 10 or 15 pretty easily and they'd put up a solid fight and they would hold their own in the top four spot that they are in so they are this and that or if they just totally just we wimp out and they put notre dame i don't or a two loss michigan who doesn't make the conference championship like i don't even know um at that point but um I, I think i think that's pretty solid the uh, top four that they've got right now in the ap but i've been talking about this forever um, so let me go ahead and move on. Um, I will say this is kind of like this is kind of a college football podcast. If that makes any sense. I highlight the other sports, but college football is my main like that's my main thing. That's what I spend all of my sun Saturdays doing. Um, and then I also want to talk about the um, Dan Mullen fires the um, Dan Mullen is fired as the Georgia uh, Florida head coach. I made a video about this uh, like right when the news came out. Um, earlier, but now I actually want to break it down. So they are a year removed from making it to the SEC championship last year against Alabama, putting up a fight. Um, a great team last year. Um, of course, um, they are a chance to make it to the playoff completely tanked with Marco Wilson throwing the shoe 20 yards down the field. Um, but now they had a loss. They've had a loss to Missouri this year. They've had a loss to um, LSU this year. They lost to Alabama in a close game this year. Um, which I mean, Alabama's not a bad loss, but the other two are pretty bad losses. Um, there and and they fire him. I did not see this coming at all. I was completely surprised. Um, yeah, I mean Dan Mullen's a good coach. He was a pretty good hire coming out of Mississippi State. Oh, when he was there, like with Dak Prescott. Um, and I was completely surprised. Like I saw it, and and it was like Dan Mullen fought out as Florida Gators head coach, and I was like, why this? There's no way. But he is. I don't know what they're gonna do. And mid season too. I don't really understand. There's one game left in the season plus a bowl game, uh, because I'm pretty sure they're above 500. And I mean, this team was like ranked top 10 um, early on in the season. So I'm really confused on that one. And like, I don't even know why they why they do it now. Um, so who knows? Um, one, day, one day after a game, he's out as the head coach, which is pretty crazy. But now I'm going to move into the NFL. Alrighty, so now moving into the NFL, um, got to make this a little quicker. So starting it off on Thursday, we've got the Patriots destroying the Falcons. I don't think the pa- Falcons should ever be legally allowed to play the Patriots again because it never goes their way. Wearing some sick throwback uniforms, though. I love their all-black uh, throwback uniforms. Um, Matt Ryan, I believe he actually he got hurt or they pulled him or something in this game because I remember um, their backup, who I believe is Felipe Franks, a uh, former Florida quarterback, ended up coming in. And the Patriots destroyed the Falcons on Thursday, 25 nothing. Um, Mac Jones, best quarterback out of this class, this rookie class so far. Um, I definitely think that um, he, if there's like a rookie quarterback of the year, I think he'll be rookie quarterback of the year. But there are two guys um, that will definitely win rookie of the year um, above Mac Jones. Um, but then moving on, the Ravens beat the Bears. Uh, in a close one, their backup had to come in because uh, Lamar Jackson, thankfully for me in fantasy, um, was not um, okay to play with illness. He was actually at practice a little bit, but he sat the game. Um, and Tyler Huntley went 26 uh, for 36, 219, no touchdowns and one pick. Devontae Freeman, uh, former Falcon, uh, got the uh, got one touchdown, and then the rest, I guess, were Justin Tucker um, on the field goals, one of the best kickers in uh, the NFL right now. 
Alrighty, so now moving um moving on from the uh, Ravens game, we've got the Vikings beating the Packers thirty four to thirty one. Colts beat the Bills, actually. Wow, I didn't know about this one. Colts beat the Bills forty one to fifteen. That's crazy. Bills one of the best teams in call it, or in um the NFL and the Colts get them huge win forty one to fifteen. I mean, uh, it's hard to hold Josh Allen to only fifteen points and they do it beautifully. Um, the Indianapolis Colts do Carson Wentz goes 11 for 20, 106 and one touchdown, but Jonathan Taylor pops off. He is an amazing fantasy player. They just signed Naeem Hines too to the, um, a nice contract, but he gets 34 carries, uh, 185, um, and four touchdowns, uh, becoming the beast that he was at Wisconsin. Um, four touchdowns is huge for him. And then, um, Jonathan, and he, he caught one in the air. I don't know if that counts as the four rushing touchdowns. No. So he five touchdowns today that's insane three catches for one uh 19 and then the 81 yards so he just went crazy um today so um that is huge that's um huge for the um that's huge for the Colts in a big win against the Bills now moving on uh the Browns beat the Lions um after trading away um after trading away OBJ um then they've got um after trading away OBJ, Baker Mayfield is back with uh, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Jarvis Landry scored another touchdown. And the Lions stay undefeated only by three points, 0-9-1. Um, so pretty crazy stuff there. Uh, Lions, whew, that's tough. I mean, Lions, like, they've got a very passionate fan base, not in the best city, uh, like, not in the best sports city. And um, I, I hope, I'd, I'd like to think they'd probably get a win. They're probably not going to go, like, 16-0 and 0, uh, for a second time in, like, a decade. Uh, then Washington beats the Panthers uh, with Cam Newton now of uh, 27-21. Te- uh, Texans beat the Titans 22-13. 49ers beat the Jaguars 30-10. Dolphins beat the Jets uh, 24-17. Uh, Eagles beat the Saints in a huge win 40-29. I'm loving Jalen Hurts right now. Um, he's been actually looking fairly good. Um, Bang- Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. Uh, Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19-9. Um, Cardinals beat the Seahawks, uh, 23 to 13, and the Steelers are currently up on the Chargers, 3 to nothing, but that's first quarter, and then tomorrow, Giants and the Buccaneers, Buccaneers will probably get that win. Okay, now moving into men's NCAA basketball, I'm gonna go through the rankings here. Uh, so starting out, we've got Gonzaga, UCLA, Kansas, um, all undefeated, Michigan, Villanova, uh, Purdue at, at six, uh, Duke, Purdue and Duke, both undefeated also, six, seven, um, Texas at eight, Baylor at nine, um, the former, uh, coming off the national championship, and at number 10 is, 10 is Illinois at two and one, uh, then you got Memphis, Oregon, Kentucky, Alabama, um, Houston at 15, Arkansas, Tennessee, UNC, Ohio State, Maryland, Auburn, St. Bontevere, Connecticut, Florida, and USC. Again, there's really not too much to talk about here. Um, just going through that to keep you guys updated. Um, so now moving um, moving on, I did want to talk about Loyola, of course. Call me Homer or whatever. But um, my my team and they actually just um signed a deal to go next season to the Atlantic 10 up from the Missouri Valley which is huge um but it's funny we were watching the game and I I was talking about that um and I was like 
they should probably move. It, it would be nice if they moved conferences. Um, I think they probably they're probably definitely a better better team. They deserve to be in a higher conference. And look at that, they move into a better conference. Atlantic Ten, um, along with that Saint Bonaventure, um, they are also ranked, and a couple other schools um, that so definitely a higher a better um, a better um, conference for um, Loyola Chicago, of course, making the Final Four run a couple years ago, Sweet Sixteen last year. Um, they'd be a knocked off number one seed Illinois. Um, so that was pretty crazy. I mean, came in as the number eight seed. Um, so it's been an amazing run. Of course, Porter Moser leaves for, um, Porter Moser leaves for, um, uh, Oklahoma, but, and they've got, um, Drew Valentine, the youngest coach in NCAA basketball, uh, who came in right behind him. Um, and he, and he's been doing pretty good for this team undefeated right now. So I just want to talk about that real quick. I'll go real quick about the uh, NBA. I won't go through the standings, but I did want to say um, uh, LeBron got ejected for the second time in his career after um, he elbowed um, after he elbowed um, Isaiah Stewart, uh, and he left the game with a bloody face. Um, I don't really. I I just saw this and I want to talk about it, but um, in um, the Lakers Piston game, he. Um, I guess he elbowed him, and then they were, um, uh, he elbowed him, and then the, uh, the bench just kind of cleared, and LeBron got ejected, I guess, for, like, a flagrant or something. Moving into the MLB to end off today's episode, I did want to, uh, talk about the awards, um, which are huge, uh, of course, in, in the MLB, and it's always fun to see, uh, they've had predictions going all year, so, um, I'll go ahead and talk about the MVPs, um, so starting out in the NL MVP, Bryce Harper wins it, um, Bryce Harper hit wins it. His batting average was like above uh, 300. Um, he got 17 first place votes, uh, with Juan Soto getting two uh, 74 first place bo- votes, and um, and Bryce Harper uh, wins it there. He got 348 votes. Juan Soto got two uh, 74 first place votes. Fernando Tatis got 244 votes. Uh, Brandon Crawford got. Um, 213 and Trey Turner uh, and the National Dodgers both got a 185 first place uh, votes. He had an amazing season. I think he ended up uh, finished the season batting above um, above 300. It was like 309. He had like, I think it was 35 home runs, so a great season from him. And pretty much undisputed, yeah, um, Shohei Otani wins. Um, wins the um, American League MVP. Otani got 204, uh, 420 votes. Uh and then Vladimir Guerrero got two uh, 69 first-place first votes. Um, Marcus Simeon got 232. Aaron Judge got 179, one, 171, and Carlos Correa got 163. Um, Shohei Otani got all 30 first-place votes. I'm not quite sure how that worked. Um, I think, I don't know, if like a certain amount of people get um, votes that like carry more weight or something. I don't know, but he was the only one that got the first-place votes or whatever. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero had a great season, but, um, he led the, um, he led the league in home runs with, um, 41. Uh, he led the league with home runs. He was, he was at a, like a Cy Young, um, almost caliber, um, he's at like almost a Cy Young caliber pitcher. He, um, just had an amazing game or I just had an amazing season. He was a great hitter and pitcher. So all around the most valuable player on one of the worst teams in baseball. For the National League Cy Young Award, uh, Cor- Corbin Burns won. He was he had an amazing um, season with Zach Wheeler, uh, Max Scherzer, and uh, Walker Buehler behind him. 
in the American League. Robbie Ray won it for the Blue Jays. Behind him was Garrett Cole, uh, Lance Lynn, Nathan Evaldi, and Carlos Rondon. Uh, the Rookie of the Year was Jonathan India of the Reds. Um, he was pretty. Uh, he was p- pretty undisputed. Also with uh, 148 uh, votes and 29 first place votes. Uh, the American League rookie, rookie of the Year was Ra- uh, Randy Rosarena. Uh, he's been. He was amazing, and he was amazing for them last year too. Um, and he got 124 votes. Um, with Luis Garcia, the runner-up, getting only 63. And then behind him was also Ron- Wander Franco, who came up, I think it was like somewhere mid- midway through the season, and he got uh, 30 votes also, two first-place votes. Uh, who's another guy from the Rays. So Rays, a good team, not a lot of, a good young team, not a lot of money, but, I mean, good team. Uh, National League Manager of the Year was Gabe Kepler of the Giants. Um, pretty uh, pretty good there, of course. Um, um, of course, he had... He led the Giants to an amazing season. Behind him was Craig Council of the Brewers, Mike Schmidt of the Cardinals, Brian Snicker of the World Series Braves, and Dave Roberts of the Dodgers. Uh, the American League Manager of the Year was Kevin Cash of the Rays, and that's about it for the awards, so I just want to go over those quickly. And then I did want to talk about two pitchers who got signed, starting off with Jose Quintana, a former Cub, former White Sox, and he just got uh, signed to the Pirates, of course, the worst team in baseball um, last year, and they picked him up to try and help... Um, help their cause a little bit um and then finally i wanted to say i made a video about this earlier but noah Syndergaard signed with the angels this week a huge pickup for them um thor who was who's been a force uh in baseball uh been injured a little bit um but that great um great mets rotation of course the mets have kind of been uh mad they kind of gone downhill um a little bit. Uh, they started out last season really hot. He signed a one-year, twenty-one million dollar deal, rather than accepting the eighteen point four million dollar uh, qualifying offer from the Mets. Um, so huge for the Angels to pick up. I mean him. So they've got Shohei Otani um, and um, Noah Syndergaard. They and then they also have, and then they also have Mike Trout, and they have. Um, and they've got Anthony Rendon, so hopefully they'll uh, be able to have a good season. But aside from that, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Ron Over the Run the League podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Around the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.